The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I think maybe the most surreal part of the entire thing yeah. was being all of it. it well, seems all of like, it. Yeah. But then being in this in this truck and standing there, and you know, there's people getting into their fire suits and all that stuff. But then just looking around and realizing, oh, he's in his underwear now. <laughs> that's just happened. I need more information. It, yeah, I was like, oh, well, all right, that's going on over there. I'm no big deal. Well, but, I guess that would make sense. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But it was a little bit like, oh. Okay. That's a thing that's happening. Look the other way. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Lots to get to today. We are going to be joined by our buddy Caleb Dennison from Digital Trends. I haven't seen Caleb in a long time. You see him all the time. I see him all the time. But yeah, yeah it, I haven't seen him for a little bit because he's been in Germany for like a last week and a half or something like that. Uh, but he's going to he's going to be joining us to talk not only about, you know, his other stuff, but he's going to be giving us some advice and some lessons on cruise life. Some cruise life some advice. Some cruise life advice because it is later this week that Sarah and I are taking off. Actually, uh, I'm taking off tomorrow. You're taking off tomorrow midday. Uh, we will be doing a show tomorrow morning just for everybody that, that's listening live so you know. Uh, we'll get you the time on that. Um, and then we'll have best ofs and other things that are going to be airing for the rest of the week. But yeah, Sarah's actually taking off early to go see her sister up in Seattle. And then I'll be taking off later on this week. But yeah, we're going to be heading out on the cruise. So just a reminder, we'll be Virtually out of contact on the wild seas, Sarah. Where Wait, pirates so we don't have anything... the internet or anything? No, they, they have internet on there, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. But it is very expensive. It's like $60 a day or something for internet. Oh, wow. Like, or more. Or maybe it was more And it probably than is just maybe like, it's like super a couple sl- hundred dollars. Like, like dial up or something. Yeah, it's because it's, it's really, really expensive. Uh, so probably not. But maybe at the ports. At the ports we will if we go find Wi-Fi. But for the most part, anything can happen out at sea and we don't know what could go on. And that's really what the bottom line is. I mean, this could, you know, it could be kidnapped or something like that. They could take over the boat. I do feel like I'm going on And it'll be adventure. weeks before they'd know that but, we were gone. Because, yeah, we do have the cruise ship. And then I, now that I've realized that we don't have any internet, I did, uh, Greg forgot to tell me that. Yeah. Yeah, there's no internet. What a... What do we do? No, just kidding. I'm, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> All right. We'll be talking about that anyway. Okay. Caleb's going to join us here in just a little bit. I also want to remind everybody that today, if you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link, you can sign up for a free trial and get two free audiobooks. And coincidentally also, just so you know, today's discount deal is Joe Hill's Heart-shaped box. It sure is. For um, So if you are a member of Audible and you're like, hey, I'm looking for another book to read, uh, Joe Hill's Heart-shaped box is on discount today. So you can go ahead and pick that up. So what you should pick up is that one and then also the other Cemetery Dance publication book, uh, which would be The Zombie Who Cried Human, voiced by, I don't know, maybe two people that you're listening to right now. Yeah. Maybe. It's it absolutely not. 100% is voiced by us. Okay, yeah, it's it not is. A maybe. The mystery is gone. Yeah, the mystery is yeah. ruined. I, I solved that mystery. You solved the mystery, Sarah. You <laughs> spoiled it for everybody. Uh, yeah, The Zombie Who Cried Human. Sarah and I voiced it. It is a really fun book. Cemetery Dance Publications. So pick that up. Just go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. All right. Ooh. Before we talk about the, the cruise and everything else, I need to bring everybody up to date on what happened uh, last week. So on Friday, I was talking about this on the show. Where I, um, for, for the manual.com, I was going out to the Portland International Raceway because Indy Car Racing returned to Portland for like the first time in 11 years. And it's crazy, but whole circumstances, whatever. I ended up getting asked to go out there to go for a ride in a car and interview Mario Andretti. <laughs> and so, Both of these things. when I last left on Friday, I didn't know how that was all going to work. I didn't know what was going to happen. If, uh, you know, I just kept in the back of my mind, kept expecting something to like just go, like, oh, no, he decided not to show up. I'm like, okay, well, no big deal. I didn't but, expect it, but I thought that maybe that might be a little bit of a chance. It's a possibility. Just, I mean, everything's a possibility. Nothing, you know, is ever really guaranteed. Well, I'll tell you this I actually thought that was going down when I went to. Uh, pick up my media pass because you have to go to the hotel to pick up the this other hotel. And I went there and they're like, uh, we don't have your name anywhere in here. I'm like, oh, really? But I'm supposed to be under this. Like, yeah, you're, you're not here. And then I tried calling the oh. media rep and she wasn't answering. I'm like, well, shit. After all of this, there's going to be, it's going to be some little like mishap, some communication mishap where my name's not going to be on the list. I'm not going to be able to go. But they, they ended up getting it figured out. But uh, it was... 
Did it they just decide bit, to trust you or did they no, actually find you? They did okay. not. Nope. Right. <laughs> they were so strict on it. Like, I mean, and, you know, it's their event, but it, it was one of the strictest media passings I've ever seen. Like, they, you have to be on that list. And if you are not, you are not going to. Well, get. it's very fancy. Um, but so, so I got in and, um, and went there and I did the race. I, well, I, so first off, you know, I kind of got there and, uh, and we're we're walking around. All right, so you have your credentials. You've yeah. been approved. And now you're just walking through, and you're like, "All right, so this is." Do you know the person that you're going to? Like, I've what direction you're supposed to be heading in? No. Oh, but that's the other thing I did wrong. So I had a parking pass, but none of the none of the lots were labeled, and so I just kept on driving. And you know, you get in there, and there's like the giant raceway that's around, and um, and you drive around the raceway, and that's where the parking. And it's is. not like a circle raceway. It's not a circle raceway. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a big one, and. And so I drove past the parking lot, and I'm just like, well, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I'm just going to keep on going. And I ended up on this, like, cement path, like a golf like a golf cart path, and I just kept driving. Why did you keep driving? Because I was waiting for the parking lot. I didn't know. I didn't know where, where the parking lot was. And I just kept on going, and I kept on driving down this path. I've been to PIR before. Isn't the parking lot just, like, right when you drive in? I thought my pass was, like, for some other spot or something. Yeah. I didn't know where it was. No. And, yeah, so I drove down this path where I clearly did not belong. And the security guards are kind of come up and they're like, so where are you going? I'm like, I'm trying to get to this parking line. He's like, that's back there. It's back there. I'm like, oh, sorry. sorry oh, God. Yeah, sorry. It was really embarrassing. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, why would anybody. you ever go down an unmarked path? Because there was something else that... down there. It turns okay. out there's like a golf course or something down there. But uh, it was not where I was supposed to be going. No. Yeah. All right. So you went back and you found yeah. your parking I was, spot. I'm amazed. Yeah, I didn't end up just on the raceway. That would have been something that I would end up doing. Like, yeah, your oh, Ford Ranger would have really kicked What's all their ass. Uh, oh, yeah. I would have <laughs> just blown right by. Uh, so anyway, I found my parking spot, went in there, uh, got a hold of the meter up, and then went back. And, and yeah, it was it was really fascinating. Like, I've never been to one of those kinds of things before, like an IndyCar racing. And this wasn't like the actual races. This is where their practice day and... And all whatever else they do with that mm. time trials, I think they do stuff like that there, and um, but but it was cool because they're doing all their practicing, and I posted that one video of them changing the tires and and filling the gas. Wait, so that so that was all that they were filling the gas and the tires because I didn't yeah. notice the gas thing. I just saw the tires and yeah. throwing them around, and it it's was all within like, like fifteen four, seconds, less than that even. It's yeah. like five or six seconds. Like that, they run in, they they jack the car up. I found out with pressurized air. That's how they do it. So instead of, like, somebody having to physically, like, jack the car up to take the wheels off, they just run over this thing and air shoves the, shoves the whole so car up. So it's floating? It's floating. Yeah, the back end is floating. Isn't that That's weird? nuts, I had yeah. no idea. I mean, not the, not the whole car, but, yeah, the back end the back is just part, yeah. shoved up just because it's pressurized air blasting into it. <clears throat> Whoa. They take the, cars out, the tires off and fill it, and then, and then you're gone. So is that something that they were doing at this for show, or is it something that they did out of necessity? Practice. Okay, just yeah, practice. they're doing it for practice for the for the main race. Does each person have a different uh, like a, a number of people that help them? Yeah, they have like whole crews. So there was like I don't know seven or eight people on per crew at least, and then like a like a pit manager. There's somebody managing it, and there's tire guys and gas guys and some other guy. I think there's a guy there to put out fires because they go they catch on fire a lot, or oh, it can geez. happen. So yeah, it's it's crazy. But so so got to see that part. And then um <laughs> I'm taking a look here in the live chat. There's some comments coming through. We'll we'll talk to those too. Uh yeah, let's see. Oh, Mike says when I worked at Nike, someone drove onto the pedestrian walkway and into a fountain. At least I didn't do that. That seems like something you would do. I didn't run into a fountain. You you eventually if somebody hadn't stopped you, you probably would have. <laughs> just gone right into the river. Just bloop. Yep, just like, well, "Oh, I think I have a special pass. I'm supposed to park somewhere over here." <laughs> No, actually, I thought my pass my pass was worse. I thought it was like some like satellite lot or something. So I was just like, oh no, I'll just keep on going. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, so, so they uh, <laughs> Mike says, and how does someone who doesn't know how they use air to jack up the car get an interview with Andretti? <laughs> I mean, sorry, I didn't know that's how they did. I thought that was pretty cool that they used air to jack up the cars. I I don't know. Well, some they, guy was like they, really fast. I don't think they picked you because you were like the. Specialist in IndyCar racing. I think they picked you because you might have one of the only people available. Well, that was a little bit of it. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I mean, I'm the kind of person you want to go out there because then I can say, like, oh, this is really cool. I had no idea how this worked. So, anyway, I, um, <laughs> so so I I did that and then, uh, you know, walked around and, um, and the media rep, Colby, was really awesome and she 
kind of guided me around where we needed to go. And then there was like, okay, well, now it's time to get ready to go on the ride. And you have to put on a fire suit, which is like that, the you know, the full yeah, racing, fireproof racing, racing suit. suit. Thing, yeah. yeah. And so I went in there. You sign, you really do sign your life away. I mean, I, I signed this paperwork. It's like they, they wanted like who to notify. Upon, uh, they wanted medical information, like who to notify. Um, like basically like, okay, if you, if you don't what, make it out of this. death or something? Yeah, if you don't make it out of this, who do we call? And you can't sue us. Do you have to have like insurance to be able to do that? I don't know. I mean. They asked for insurance info. And I wrote stuff down. I don't think so. I mean, I think if you sign it away, that's kind of on you. I think it's more of if you're hurt and they can do it. But I'm, I don't know. I didn't read the fine print. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's, I'll sign it. That's very smart of you. It's very smart, yeah. So I, I signed it. Um, you know, if something's going to happen. I knew, I knew I was signing away everything. So did that. Uh, got, into the, got into the suit. And then you just kind of have to sit there and, and wait. And, and we waited Is for Is there like a, a changing while. room or something? Like no. how did they... No, I put it on over my clothes, which was very hot. It was quite hot. So, so yeah, I guess I should explain that. So, the, yeah, what I was have, in, yeah. so it was like a big uh, truck trailer. That's uh, like a fancy truck trailer that, you know, the sides of it fold out. It's like a, almost like a fancy RV on the inside. And so they have a lineup of all these suits. And there's a lady there that takes your info because it's mean. There was like three or four other media people. And then there were people who paid a long time ahead of time to do this as well. So there's the paid people, media people, and then the employees of Mario Andretti's company were also there. Okay. So, so you sign it, and then they give you a suit. You put on the suit, and you're in there. And on the upper side, so it's like this, the lower side of this truck, and then there's a step up, and there's like benched seating, and that's for the drivers. And that's where, um, you know, the, a couple of the race car drivers are up there. I guess that's what you call them, race car drivers. One of the guys was in The Bachelor. He was I the AJ something. Yeah, I, I guess he was a star of The Bachelor for a season. He was yeah, like I, the Bachelor guy. He was like the Bachelor. That's what people people kept referencing him. Yeah, I think a, is it AJ Bachelor uh, race car driver. AJ Almendinger. Yeah, that's probably him. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, anyway, he was uh, he was one of the people there. There were there were people that were very excited about that, and then. Um, and then, so they're up there kind of on their side thing. And then, you know, I, I hop out. You don't bother them on, that's their area. And then you get out and then you just kind of wait. And so you wait and you wait in this line and then eventually the... So it's like being an extra on a set. Like basically kind of. like you're, like you're... They're all having not their as talks. important. Yeah. No, it's like the driver's up there and the driver's girlfriends and they're hanging out, you know, and they're all doing whatever they do up there. Uh, Rick so. Rutherford says it was Ari. Ari. Okay, thank you. I mean, how would I know? That's what he said. Ari... The Bachelor IndyCar. Yes. Yes, that was him. And his dad was there, too. Oh, boy. Yeah, Ari. Again, that was Rick Rutherford letting us know what The Bachelor. So thank you, Rick Rutherford, uh, the world's greatest Bachelor fan. So thank you. We really do appreciate that. Um, Absolutely. And next time we have a Bachelor question, we'll go to you, too. So so anyway, yeah, he was one of the ones there. Uh, But I don't know anything about The Bachelor, so it didn't really do anything for me. Uh, then, uh, Then, yeah, so you wait. They pull the cars around and they walk you out onto the track, and you just kind of stand in a line. And then they, they eventually you get through and they suit you up. They put the build helmet on. Well, first you have to put on like a mask and then a helmet, and then gloves, and then they zip you know they zip you all up. And Were you the only one that was wearing their clothes underneath it? No, no. But I mean, most did they tell you were. what did they say? Most of us were. What did they tell you to do? It. Well, there's nowhere to go change, so I wasn't going to start taking my pants off in front of people I didn't know. Like, I'm sitting there like, all right, you know. So I was just like, well, I'm just going to be sweaty. I was very, very sweaty. I mean, it's really hot. But yeah, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to take my pants off in this room, even though other people were. And so, so, so anyway, you wait in line and then, uh, and Mario Andretti was there. Uh, I didn't see him, I think, before that, but, uh, I saw him walk out. I'm like, holy crap, that's Mario Andretti. And he hopped in his, he had his car there. He was driving people around. He was driving laps. And so what it was is basically all these people, including me, you know, being part of the media thing, you got to do one lap. And um, So you just did one around the whole thing? Did one around the whole how, thing. How fast is that? I was told we were going 180. But I mean, point. how long does it take you to get around one lap? A little over a minute. Because we're wow. going from a cold stop to get all the way around. Mm-hmm. 
So I think it was like a little over a minute to do the whole thing. Wow. Um, I was hoping I was going to get to ride Mario Andretti's car, but I, I did that did not happen. I don't think only fancy people got to do that. So I'm thinking it probably costs a little bit of money to ride. Mario I Andretti's think car. I have no idea what it costs, but I'm sure it's a lot. Yeah. And then on top of that, he had his own company people there too. So it was kind of a reward for some of his employees, I guess, or one of the companies he owns because I think he owns a bunch of stuff. So, it, but but there were three other people there driving as well, and so I rode in in one of their cars, and it was crazy. Wow. It was cool. Yeah, you go really really fast. There's video of me too that I think the man. Can you even see anything because you're going so fast? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Like so so it's kind of like set up so the driver's in front, and then I'm and and then it's almost like a second cockpit like just behind it. You know, like I'm riding Gunner right behind him, and All so right. that I'm in my own little section there. And, uh, yeah, you can see things. I mean, and it just seems surreal because you're going so fast. Wow. And you just just going so Were other people racing at the same time you were? Yeah, so there's four cars. You're not passing anybody. So yeah. you're not actually racing or trying to pass. But you're all going at the same time. We're all going at the same time, yeah. But you're spaced out by, I don't know, whatever safe distance it is. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Wow. I mean, you feel like you're going to flip. Like you're you're going so fast and you're all strapped in, and the craziest thing was coming up to the corners because they would slam on the brakes, like it where it feels like oh my like when they did it the first time I'm like oh crap something's happened like they're slamming on the brakes we we gotta stop yeah but it's no it's just you're going so fast and they hit the brakes so hard to hit the corner and then immediately hit the gas, so it's just like brake boom brake boom so it's like a video game. Yeah, it's like a video game. Like there that's is the only no game, coasting. That's the only no video coasting. games I am ever good at are like the driving video games, like a ground control or like just the sit down ones. Yeah, you've played me in the driving. I'm pretty damn good at the yeah, driving all right. games. I usually win at the driving yeah. games because that's a, that's how I do it. Like the speed slam, speed slam. Yeah. Well, so you are just like Mario Andretti. There, basically. exactly. That's pretty much what we're getting down to. Yeah. No, it was it was uh, it was really cool. And yeah, and then then you end up going really fast, and you come back around and. And you get out, and it, it is like a rush. Like, I get it now. I'm like, that's a high. I would never be able to drive one of those things. No. Never in a million years. No, that sounds terrible. I have so much more respect for how hard that is, like just riding in the back of one. Are you going like, to become like a NASCAR dude? NASCAR is a whole different thing. Like, I don't know anything. I mean, aren't they still? They're more of like, a, is, are IndyCars more like tracks, and then NASCAR is more like a circle? IndyCars are open-wheel racing. Um, because the wheels are open or not covered. I don't know. You know what an Indy car looks like? Yes. That's open wheel racing. What does open wheel mean? The car, the wheels aren't covered, you know, they're just out there in the open. They're open wheels. And then <laughs> NASCAR is like stock cars. NASCAR looks more like a normal car. Yeah. Yeah. There endeth my knowledge. So <laughs> <laughs> I know what the difference between Indy car and Formula One is now. All right. Too. So they did that. So you're all sweaty in your fire suit. Yeah, all sweaty in my fire suit. I get out, and then um, and then I go back in. And they're like, "Okay, well now I'm gonna go back to the to the trailer." I'm like, "Okay, well we're just gonna wait here for uh, Mario. We got you set up for an interview with him." Um, and then, but he kept doing laps. Like he just kept going because he had other people. So it ended up being like another half hour or so. And finally, he comes back in there, and I'm like, "Holy crap, that's Mario Andretti standing right there!" Mm-hmm. Like, and he just kind of walks by, you know, and he's talking to his to his fellow drivers and. And my meteor officer's like, okay, let's just give him a minute. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not going to bother you him. You don't want to bar- bother I'm, him. I'm not no. going to jump, run up there. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, and then he just starts taking off his fire suit. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, all of a sudden, it's just, I'm like, I'm like looking up there. I'm like, what's going on? And it's just Mario Andretti in his underwear. So, I mean, he's 78 years old. He was just standing there in his underwear? Yeah. Wait, so he, he wasn't wearing anything, anything under his fire nope. suit? <laughs> no, he was not. What did his underwear look like? It was blue. I mean, I don't know. It's not like I was intentionally doing this. Like, I'm just looking like, Well, you can't oh. help but notice if I mean, some, yeah. like, 78-year-old man is standing half naked Ten in front of you. Ten feet away from me, yeah. And uh, I'm like, and I'm waiting for the to do the interview part. I'm like, oh, all right. I mean, clearly he didn't care. So I don't think I'm sp- spoiling anything or, like, revealing some secret. I mean, he just didn't. He just didn't care. Yeah. He's 78. Why would Boxers he care? Boxers or briefs? Uh, I didn't. I don't know if you I looked know. that close. Probably briefs. Yeah. Now you're making me sound weird. But I mean, again, this is right if in front of you. If a famous person there changes no into thing their... you can do. Yeah, I mean, you, you're... I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, and then, then you look away. But yeah, 
And then so he finally put his clothes back on. He put his clothes back on, and then they're like, okay, now you can go talk to him. And clearly he was tired, and I was just like, thank you. It was the end of the day. Yeah. And, but yeah, did the interview, and um, and it'll air sometime on the manual. Oops, let me get that. But, uh... How long was the interview? The interview was it was only about 10 minutes. Oh, that's longer than I thought it would be. Yeah, which, yeah. which me too. I was expecting, you know, I'd get like maybe a couple of minutes, um... But uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. It was pretty awesome. So yeah, talked to him, got a picture with him. I'm taller than him. No, you're not. I am. I'm Were you wearing like, your your uh, dress shoes? I was with not little, wearing my with a little heel on them. They don't have a little heel on them. Uh, no, but I was I was about. Uh, Those aren't the ones. No, you know which ones I'm talking. I about. I was probably three and a half inches taller than him. Three and a half inches taller than I've him. I've got a picture. I mean, you could see it in the picture. That does not seem accurate. I was taller. I'm telling you. Taller than Mario. Anyway, mm. that's what happened, and uh, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. That is so cool. It was pretty cool. Well, so, I'm glad that it went well. Andretti. It did. It went well, and uh, and yeah, yeah, it was fun. But we well, have look uh, at you, fancy pants. I know, right? Well, our our I believe our guest is here as well. Awesome. So maybe we should take a break for a minute. Yes. And uh, and get him in here. So. We shall be joined here momentarily by the one and only Caleb. So Dennison. he did. So he worked on cruises. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He was in the band, so he was below deck. For Is everything. there going to be a band for? Yes. Our cruise. Oh, there will be multiple bands. Really? Oh yeah. No, there will be bands. There's going to be entertainment. They'll probably have comedians. They'll probably have. Um, I mean, when I was on there before, I, the long time ago, I saw the platters, and then they had the newlywed game, like with the actual guy was there, Bob Eubanks or whatever his name was. Yeah, he wow. was on the cruise. Yeah. No, like, it could be, who knows? How many old people are going to be on it? A lot. A lot of old people. And then our group. Like, I think I'm maybe over-preparing. It's going to be a well, lot I've been of old talking people to and then our group. Other girlfriends that are going, there's like, like, we're both like, should we dress up? I don't know. Like, I brought some stuff to dress up, but is it like, when I thought, like, riding on the train was classy, and then, like, yeah. you ride on the train, and it's just not as glamorous as you think it's going to be? Yeah. No, I think there's going to be some glamour part. Well, let's ask let's ask him. Okay, let's ask Caleb. Um, and Mr. Denke just said, "Congratulations on being taller than someone, Greg." Thank you. That's I a real it. big day. Yep, yeah. I'm basically, you know, on par with Mario and Treddy. I think at that point. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I didn't even think about. Oh, what did he uh, say? A pop filter on the whiskey mist. You know that that's Caleb's name, right? Yes, I remember from last time. <laughs> no, that, has, that one has the built-in pop filter, doesn't that's it? That's true. It does have a built-in. That's our fan. Right. That's our expo. Yeah, I like to blow sh- up. Uh, you know, with, with it the also peas. censors profanity. If you can believe it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I tried blow to say sh- it. Up? I, I, it just wouldn't come out. <laughs> it's a whiskey detector on there. It's basically like a like a breathalyzer. Yeah. Like, that, okay, whiskey mist is on it here. It knows I'm loaded, and it's taking care of business. That Turn is actually like filter. a really good idea for a thing, like something that actually censored, like a microphone that. Censors you while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> that can just an bleep automatic it. censor. As I can sense, like a swear word coming uh-huh. out. Build some AI in there. Yeah. There you go. Somebody needs to get on that. Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. We are joined now by Mr. Caleb Dennison. Hello, hey, Caleb. hey, what's up? Hi, what's... Caleb. So, Thanks for having me back. Caleb just got back from Germany for covering um, IFA for uh, for digital trends. Yeah. yeah. What, what is IFA? It is the. Uh, it's like you guys, you guys just can't. It's speak international. Funkastolung. Funkastolung. Yeah, it basically harkens back to 1924 uh, when it was kind of this big radio show at Technology Expo, and it's grown since Albert Einstein spoke there once. Like, yeah. it's got a pretty deep history, but um, it's kind of like Europe's version of CES, where like all of the latest tech and innovation huh. is in one place. It's absolutely huge, and it's open to the public, unlike CES. Oh, really? Which is for like industry insiders anyway. So kids are going there on their field trips and just checking out cool stuff. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really, it's a lot of fun. I would think that'd almost be more annoying. It, it can be. Yeah. yeah as a reporter, when you're trying children. to get crap done and it's enough that everybody's a road cone. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk about cones again in a second, but, that, <laughs> but like when you add the kids to the, the whole thing, it gets, it can get messy. Yeah. But I am happy that they're going out and, and, and checking this stuff out. Germany does a lot of stuff better than us. Like, I saw kids who were, like, eight, nine years old, you know, riding their bike to school, un, 
accompanied. No big deal, just like it was for us, like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. 20, 25 years ago before, like, everything became a reason to call Child Protective Services right. and haul your kids away from you. <laughs> like, you can't leave them in the car for three seconds while you go get a Coke in 7-Eleven, yeah. you know, and I understand you don't want to, like, kill your kid in a hot car, but, like, so, come on. I used to sit, understand they gotta grow up fine. at some point. Right? I used to sit in the car for, like, 45 minutes while my mom shopped at Albertsons, and that was no problem at all, you know, because, and it was better for everybody that way. Anyway, no, Germany was great. The trip it's was an old awesome. man whiskey misdirect. No, actually, it. now that he's bringing no. that up, I'm like, wait, I remember when I didn't want to go into the store and my yeah. and my sister and I would just sit out in the car. I got no, to we a don't certain, want to go. I got to a certain age. I didn't want to be seen with right. your parents. Yeah, yeah, going to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Because it's a small town, too. So, like, inevitably, I'm going to run into somebody. I'm like, no, I don't want to. And it's I'm so embarrassing, cool. you know, to be 12 and, like, oh, not be able to drive and have your parents yeah. take you places. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, it was, uh, yeah, I, I dug it. I dug Berlin, uh, ate some amazing food there, worked my ass off. Yeah, and, uh, you guys did some really good coverage. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it was a good time. There was a lot of cool stuff to see there. Um, yeah. And uh, it kind of lets us know what's going to happen for the rest of the year. It tells us what we're going to, what you and I will be doing at CES. Yep. I already know what we're going to be doing. So Sweet, um, I want to know now. Yeah, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a good time. I'm glad we did it, but man, the flight sucked. I'm jet lagged. I'm tired. Uh, and I'm, and I'm, I'm ready. I just want to take like, a three-day nap. Yeah. You need some <laughs> whiskey old, is what you need. Yes, I do. I do need some whiskey. I didn't have whiskey the entire time I was there. I, you know, I'm a vodka Sprite drinker or vodka yeah. seven, right? That's what the, the call. They don't understand what that is. Like when I say vodka Sprite, they just, they look at me with this quizzical look and they're like, I don't know what this thing is. <laughs> really? And it comes in, in many different fashions. I'll get like a, a bottle of, or I'll get like a, a glass of Sprite and then they'll serve like some vodka on the side. Apparently I don't say vodka correctly. It's spelled with a W, but I thought in German you pronounce the W with a V. So I tried vodka, vodka, like it doesn't matter. I'm just... They just couldn't figure out what it was you wanted. They can't imagine why somebody would want to mix vodka with 7-Up. And I'm just like, guys, come on. It's delicious. Get on board. <laughs> Do they just drink it straight I in don't Germany? Know what, I don't know what they're doing. Mo mostly they're drinking beer in Germany. Yeah. You know, they, I think so, yeah. They call cocktails long drinks, and I don't know what, <laughs> I don't understand that. Long <laughs> drinks. Long but, uh, drink. It got to yeah, the I've point where that. I just started ordering Cosmopolitans. Remember when Cosmos were huge? Yeah. Okay, Sex well. in the City just, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I, and, I, and I just, you know, because it was on a menu, and I could point to it, and they would bring it to me. And, and it does I, have the vodka and the sweet. I mean, so you're yeah. kind of getting mostly what I you was want. just trying to get vodka in my body, and they were making <laughs> It's so hard for me. I need to deliver this to my body yes. now. Yeah, that was the. Uh, that's the only reason I was able to sleep four hours a night was yeah. because I, you know, got a little bit of that and then just kind of ducked out. Yeah. Wow. I think you need to buy him some good old fashioned whiskey, though. We need right. to get I some whiskey. Some. Yeah. yeah. I wish I had some whiskey right now. It's okay. I we Next do. time. I don't think we do. No, no, yeah. no, no. It doesn't okay. tend to last too long around here when people <laughs> we get have bottles. It so. Yeah, we have beer. Yeah, definitely have beer. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. okay, I'll be fine. All, All right. right. <laughs> it's going to be a you. weird article that gets posted later on. <laughs> <Yeah>. today. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. We want to talk about cruises too, because you are our expert. I you know. I spent some time on the ships. We're heading out on Friday. We're doing the Alaska cruise. God, mm -hmm. so soon. And so soon. For anybody who doesn't know, Caleb worked on cruise ships for a long time. Like and doing and what what all did you do on them? Well, primarily, I mean, I play trumpet, you yeah. know, professionally. So I was there to be in the show band, you know, and back up the singers and dancers and the fly-on entertainers that would come through. Charo was one of them. That's uh, right. Yeah. I remember you saying that before. Coochie, coochie. Charo, yeah, yes. I did. Sarah was confused about the entertainment part too, not understanding how that worked. I'm like, they have some fairly big acts, you know, that'll come through. Yeah, they'll have, they'll have, it's kind of like, like the names. casino tours yeah. right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you've got some some names that'll come through, uh, and, and they usually put on a good show. They're well-practiced. They've done a lot of it, you know? Yeah. Actually, I met Bill Burr. Um, back before Bill Burr was like a huge, huge name in yeah. comedy when he was kind of first getting started, he came out on uh, one of the uh, ships that I worked on, and Back then, I mean, you know, he he can be kind of coarse. You know, he's yeah. racy, right? His stuff was not at all family friendly, and so he <laughs> he did this uh, comedy routine. I swear, it was only like fifteen minutes. It was kind of a preview to like the the full show that he was going to do, and it. Uh, the the entire ship staff just freaked out like they're oh no no, no oh no, this you is can't bad do that. And <laughs> oh damn so did things, you get some complaints and... oh yeah yeah <laughs> there were some complaints the cruise director had a word with them and said listen man you got to dial this back it's no good and ultimately they stuck him in the back lounge which is where they have adult comedy night right yeah so you figure everything can everything goes there. He went beyond that, and uh, absolutely, <laughs> and, and it, they, it was just this back and forth and back and forth, 
Anyway, for the second cruise that he did, he did two back-to-backs. Um, and the second one that he did, he realized, listen, I'm never going to come out and do this cruise ship shit again, ever. Yeah. Like, so he, it's like, this is not my jam. He went. <laughs> Off, like to the point where, like people, like uh, and all, and some of us knew he was going to do this, so we were hiding in the back of the lounge, just watching this this take place, and it was amazing. Like he, <laughs> he at, like we were sitting back there going, "Oh my god, he didn't just say the whole," you know. And then it got to the point where, like, I thought we might get in trouble just for laughing, just for being a at what he was doing because yeah. it was so inappropriate. Anyway, uh, so I got to hang out with him. I didn't know who he was, you know. Yeah. But he was hilarious and uh, and just like really flippant and really quick witted. He was always right there with something. Um, and so yeah, that was that was one of the fun things about uh, working on the ships was I got to meet some. Uh, yeah. Some really cool people, both just, you know, every day, like uh, some of these people are friends forever, you know, and if I travel somewhere, I can, I've got a couch to sleep on or people to hang out with in Canada, Australia, South Africa, you know, oh, all, all over great. the places. But some of the uh, entertainers I worked with, it was just, it was amazing. So when you said wow. cruise director, is a cruise director like somebody that, that, people like us will get to be able to see? Like, are they identified? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so usually when you get there, they have sort of like a orientation kind of uh, show where you'll get a taste of all the different kinds of entertainment that they're going to have uh, going forward. Uh, and the cruise director is usually the MC of everything. Okay. Like, so like, the cruise, welcome aboard. We've yeah, got such exactly. a great week planned out for you. To- exactly. Yeah, okay. And they, you know, sometimes they host various different games that they have on board and, and the cruise director, but also the cruise director's main job is to manage the the, the staff. So you've got, and here's the thing, there's a bit of segregation going on on cruise ships. You've got um, crew, you know, these are the people who serve you your food, cook you your food, clean your room, that kind of thing. And then you have the staff. These are more, um, uh, I guess you would say, higher level people mm. who interact with the guests in a like more direct way. Kind of... uh, more, more like um, the uh, the photogs, the people who run the casino, um, the the singers and dancers, the musicians, um, okay. those kind of people. So they're called staff and the rest is called crew. Right, exactly. The people who check you okay. into your room, you know, the front desk people, that kind of stuff. So the staff, uh, the, crew, the cruise director manages the staff. So if you get in trouble, you're hearing about it from the cruise director. Like, if the cruise director has to come and talk to you about something that you did that you probably shouldn't have done, like maybe, you know, uh, make out with one of the passengers. Uh, <laughs> Is there a rule against that? On the back dead. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, About the time that uh, lots of young 18, 19-year-old girls started coming back home with little Turkish babies in their ba- bellies, <gasps> they decided to uh, institute a rule that you do that you do not interact with the, the passengers in that Don't way. Which I mean, which you should figure is probably a good idea. But yeah, Yeah. there was a there was a a lot of that kind of stuff going on, Um, and (laughs) and Turkish babies that show up. Oh wow! So if we make, so are we allowed to like make friends with the people that work on the staff? Oh, you will absolutely make friends. And can they have like drinks or like can you fraternize like in a way like where you can hang out? But staff members uh, on some cruise lines are allowed to have alcoholic beverages with uh, the passengers. You can definitely uh, you're encouraged actually to interact with them and. Okay. Um, and and hang out with them, you know, uh, where appropriate. But uh, but you know, obviously, you you can't get you know right intimate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a limit on how far. Okay. Yeah, you'll totally make friends. It's their job to make you feel welcome and uh, feel like it's your second home. You know okay. what I mean? And they'll even say that. They'll just call that straight out. You yeah. know. Um, but yeah, so, so like the bartenders like talk to the bartenders and oh yeah yeah, okay. yeah 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 you'll get to know some people and and eventually you'll you'll like that's the bartender I like let's go right. to that bar mm-hmm. as uh-huh. opposed to one of like eight others that are on the ship because right. you dig that particular you know uh, bartender or whatever we'll find our cheers basically oh you totally yeah. will yeah <gasps> all right so how fancy should I should I bring like some fancy clothes because I packed some like nice dresses and some shoes yeah so uh, how long is your cruise seven days seven, seven days, days. Yeah. yeah so there's gonna be uh, there will be at least one formal night where, you know, guys are encouraged to dress up, you know, uh, jacket and tie, sometimes a tuxedo if you want to. Um, but uh, but one on the formal night, um, you know, the dinner may be a little bit more upscale or whatever. And that's the other thing. There will be lots of different ways you can eat. Uh, they'll assign you a dinner time, right? And you, if you want to go eat in that dining hall, uh, uh-huh. you know, with the waiter service and all that good stuff, then uh, you have to show up at a certain time, and that's when you eat dinner. Um, and some nights will be formal, some much less formal. Um, 
You, there's also lots Interest. of other places you can go eat around the ship. Um, most of the food is included, but you can go to the specialty restaurants, maybe yeah. they have a steakhouse or something like that, and you can pay a little extra for that kind of thing. But as far as dress goes, I mean, yeah, I'd have a couple of nicer outfits on, yeah. on board, and otherwise just, like, dress comfortably, you know. Yeah. And it'll be cool up there, you know, um, the wind's coming through out on the deck. You know, you guys will be visiting glaciers and stuff like that, but right. it's not, it hasn't, fully transitioned to fall where things are, you know, frigid up there. Right. So I think you guys will you guys will be cool. And of course all the, you know, the pools are heated and the hot tubs are heated and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whoa, okay. this is weird. Yes. Why is it weird to you? I don't know because I just I've never been on a cruise ship, so I can't really wrap my mind around it because it sounds the concept like, is still strange to her. I I think that's it because I think you know I I'm hearing that there are restaurants and bars and pools and things, but like in my mind I've only been on I've been on the like Seattle Bremerton ferry my entire <laughs> life. Yeah, that is the only boat that I have associated. So I'm like putting all this stuff onto a ferry. But like taller and trying to make it work out in my mind. It's a little bit of an upgrade over the ferry. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I'm just. I'm well to give I'm you an really idea excited. of the scale of it. The ship that I, one of the ships that I worked on, and wasn't the biggest ship in the fleet either, was longer, about a stern than the Empire State Building is tall. Right. So it's wow. a really big. I mean, it's a small city. I was on a ship that uh, could accommodate something like eleven or twelve hundred passengers. Um, or I'm sorry, no, 2,000 passengers, and there were about 1,100 crew members. The idea is there, there is, um, you know, one, two passengers for every single crew member. Gotcha. And um, so that's a lot of people. That's a lot of crew. Oh, that is a lot a of ship. people. Yeah, and your 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 crews will be uh, some similar in in size and scale. But it's like I, I guess the closest it comes is um, maybe you're at a. Las Vegas Resort Casino, yeah. right? Where they have shows and they have a casino and right. they have a place to go swim. A bunch swim of different bars and, and restaurants. And, 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 and yeah, a bunch of different places you can go. And the, the difference is that you're locked into that uh, for hours on, yeah. at a time before you make it to the next port and then you skitter off and you do your little right. port excursion or whatever. You're not going to be walking out on the strip on that one. Yeah. yeah. So No, that's okay. Yeah. But uh, let me – okay, I want to know a couple other questions too because I did the one – You know, it was a long time ago – I was 20, and and so I I'm sure it's di- a little bit different maybe now, but um, how do you get to get to the captain's quarters? You don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless, Greg, that's weird. No, <laughs> but I don't mean it, okay. Don't, no, I just mean like. Well, that probably sounded weird the way I just said that. No, but I mean uh, like uh, like what is the because there's got to be like a higher end group on the cruise ship, right? Yeah, there like the, there are, the fancy you, people because that's what I would see on the shows on the movies. You know, they're always like hanging out with the captain and having cocktails. Yeah, Greg, we're steerage. We've talked about this. Yeah, before. I know. Yeah, yeah. You know, how they, do I how do I move up? I don't know how you get to the captain's table, which is mm. the most popular thing. Is you that's go what I meant. and you have dinner with the captain. There is a captain meet and greet. It's funny how the people, usually the the more senior members, revere the captain. Yeah, you know the captain is like, yeah, he's important, I guess, but the dude is not steering the ship. Yeah, he's you not know really what I mean? doing anything. Like the guy yeah. is yeah. like, he's the face of the cruise. Aside from the cruise director, the captain is probably the most uh, like passenger facing guy or yeah. gal on the ship, um, and they're usually Greek or Nor- Norwegian. You know, that's just really yeah, that's just kind of how it is. Huh? Interesting. Most of the ships are are. Um, are registered in Norway, yeah. like Amsterdam is a popular spot, or uh, some other unincorporated area where so they can skip taxes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you usually get a, a Greek or a Norwegian captain. Uh, that's a pretty oh. common thing, um, okay. and uh, they usually have a very um, interesting accent, and they're doing lots of onboard announcements over the PA speakers, so you're hearing him all the time. It's like the voice oh, of God really? everywhere okay. you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and if you hear that on a cruise ship, you're right. probably That's in trouble. Bad. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what that? Oh, God, that alarm. <laughs> yeah, so how does... I mean, not that we have to worry about that. Greg, so, no, we're not going to go into what Sarah. does happen if, you know... If you hit iceberg? Yeah. 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 Well, the first thing you're going to have to do uh, when you get on board... out, You'll get on board, you'll get to tour around the ship and kind of mm-hmm. look at stuff. Um, right. You know, get in your room. Settle it. Uh, you know, you have to submit your bags. They take your bags away, and then they deliver them to your room later, um, which a lot of people are, like, you know, uneasy about for whatever reason. So don't worry about that. Um, and then, it does make me bags. uneasy. Wait, they, you have to give them your bags? Yeah, yeah they, take, uh, they take your bags, and they deliver them to your room for you. Um, you Do go, they go through them? Is that why they uh, have them? No, I don't think they go through them. They may, um, they may scan them, you know, the same yeah. way airport security does to make sure that there's okay. nothing that shouldn't be in there. Um, but... Uh, 
you'll wander the ship for a little while, and then eventually, and this is the only part that you have to deal with, but eventually you're going to have to report for the safety drill, and you have to wear your... Uh, you have to wear your life vest during okay. the whole thing. It may not be comfortable if it's warm out on the deck of the ship. Are you guys going out of Seattle or Vancouver? Seattle. BC? Seattle. Yeah. So if it's a warm day in Seattle, which, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> you'll be fine. Who's um, gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to stand there and and wait and wait and wait, and then there will be an announcement, and then the the you'll have a muster station. That's where you report. Uh, and so the idea is to familiarize yourself with where you would need to go right. with your life jacket. If there was some sort of an emergency, okay. I used to make the joke if for some reason we, you know, crash into an iceberg in Mexico, this is where you would come. Only you guys are going to Alaska, so you could actually crash into crash an into iceberg. In theory, it's unlikely though. <laughs> it's a, thank you, Caleb. That makes me feel better. <laughs> Although I will say that chances are a water landing is a little bit more likely than it is uh, with an airline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the uh, yeah. unlikely Caleb, event. On any of the cruise ships yeah. that you worked on, did anyone ever fall overboard? Yes, yes, that is uh, that has happened. In fact, there was a the FBI. We they put the ship on lockdown when we got back to port, and the FBI came on board, and there was an investigation because it was alleged that somebody actually pushed. Oh no! Their uh, significant other overboard, um, and that person I don't believe was ever recovered. Oh, so yeah, that, boy, that can happen. But you got to be an idiot to fall overboard. I mean, like, because that's the one thing I always see when people do that. I'm like, how? Yeah, well, because it's, it's really. I've seen so many Lifetime movies where that's like, like I keep moves, joking with yeah. Sarah. I'm like, you know, 15 passengers on every cruise fall overboard, and they just never recover. Them. But, <laughs> but you know, thank God that's so the not percentage. True. But the percentage yeah. is good. There's 3,000 people on board. I'm going nowhere near percentage. the rails. Uh-uh. Um, no, the problem is, I think people get wasted, and then they yeah. do s- stupid stuff like Try they want to go do, or they want to go do the King of the World thing out at the bow of the ship. Yeah, and that's a bad idea. Um, or you know, there's some of the who was it that was just saying they wanted to do that? Never, not me. <laughs> I would never want to do that. <laughs> no, you're not going to fall overboard. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. But usually, um, you know, fine. the the worry is if somebody falls overboard, nobody sees it because if they see it, you know, they can sound the alarm, throw a life ring. They'll they'll send out a boat to recover you. Whatever. the The problem is if you fall overboard and nobody knows about it, like it it you're could be a, a day or two Shit. of you not reporting. So never go wandering dinner. anywhere by yourself, right? Just go with a buddy. I would, uh, you know, if you're worried about falling overboard, then yes. Otherwise, you're fine. You know. No, if you're by yourself and you see somebody else there, just assume that person's a murderer. And they're going to try and push me. They're going to try to push you over the edge. Yeah. Yeah. They're waiting for somebody like you to come along to push Mm. over the edge. Well, after all of your work on cruise ships, would you ever, I mean, I know that you still are a professional trumpet player. Would you go back and play on them again? I would not. Okay. (laughs) Unless I was uh, single and my daughter was, you know, grown. Yeah. Um, Because it is a single person's game. Like, I would not... I would not want to go out there if I was attached to a significant other because, A, it's just a long time to be away from your significant other. Mm-hmm. B, the temptation to be unfaithful <laughs> <laughs> is immense. Like, there's tons of beautiful people on board. Everybody's hooking up. Everybody's having sex. Like, yeah. it's, um, I, I mean, it. Honestly, the only reason that there isn't a reality show about for crew members that are on a ship um, is because the ships won't allow it. Like they won't allow people to see what goes on, you know, in the lower decks of the ship. But yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a whole cross mojination of cultures and and peoples, and um, it's it's pretty crazy. But also, you're away wow. for a long period of time. Uh, now, I go as a passenger, you yeah. know, and actually, you know, we're uh, a group of us are working on pulling together a whole bunch of alumni for a big, like, you know, a huge kind of super cruise of a bol- of a bunch of former, uh, you know, cruise ship employees. That's so cool. So we're trying to get that put together. Um, but as a, you know, I don't think I could go back out there again yeah. unless, I was, unless I was totally single and my daughter was grown mm-hmm. and going to college and I wasn't seeing her for a long period of time. Yeah. But, I mean, outside of that, you know, it's a great experience. Um, shit, man. I worked like two hours a night, two and a half hours a night. And, that was and it. The, but the money was pretty decent. And the money was totally decent. Well, yeah. here's the thing is the idea is that you don't um, 
you don't have any expenses, right? You know, your lodging is covered, your food is covered, um, and your drinks are cheap. Your cigarettes are cheap if you're a smoker. Um, the the only reason I came back with less money than I should is because I just drank it away. Like yeah. I just <laughs> and, and, too much fun. And also, you know, I like to go do excursions. So when I was in port, I would like go scuba diving. I you know got my certification and went scuba diving. Um, I went skydiving. Ba- I did all the divings basically. If there was it. if there was a dive, you know, I was into it. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and some other things. But I also picked up some side jobs, you know, like I helped put people up the rock wall. We had a rock climbing wall. I also told kids, you know, hey, don't, you know, feet first on the slide. You know, I mean, everything. Uh, we had a golf simulator. I helped the, the port and shopping guide, you know, tell people where they could go to go shop um, when they were in port. And I helped the art auctioneer auction, you know, half-assed art for ridiculous amounts of money. Um, I did lots of side jobs. Just wow, to keep, that's cool. Not to get make more money, but to, like, keep myself busy. Because yeah. you can imagine, like, if the, you, you only work, like, two or three hours a night, and it's always... After 6 p.m., you know, somewhere between 6 and 10 or whatever, then you can't really have too much fun during the day and then just crash. You know, your job is always coming at night. Right. So I went to bed. I usually went to bed around 3 or 4 a.m. and then got up around 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. or whatever. Skipped breakfast. Never saw. I don't know what they serve for breakfast on a cruise ship. Never (laughs) Never never seen it in my life. Um, But uh, but yeah, you know, it's it it's it's an amazing time. And I got to see a lot of the world and I met awesome people yeah. um, and had a, and had a really, really good time. I mean, I had a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you did. And I mean, those are the best memories of my life. Like 10 years after I got off the ship, I was still talking about it like it had just happened. Wow. Like, because those memories were so strong in my mind and, and we did so much cool shit. Um, I miss it. I definitely miss it a little bit. Well, do you have any other final tips for us? Like, so they're going to give actually, you... Actually, speaking of tips, do you tip... On everything, yeah, okay. you can, yeah, tip definitely. Like it's nice to tip your. Yeah. Uh, your I mean, I usually do, but I just didn't know if that's you know. Yeah, so I can bring cash. So I'm going to bring like a bunch of ones and just tip on every drink. Yeah, I would. That's the only cash you're going to use. Um, you 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 aren't going to charge. Uh, you're going to charge everything on a card, and this is yeah. the best tip I can give you is. Um, keep track of your spending if you are on a budget because you will rack up a bill you won't believe. Yeah. You know, every drink, every time you go to the casino, maybe you buy a few things on the duty-free shops on board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of different places where you can spend money. Um, and it all goes on this card. And, um, and you know, it racks up really fast. So you might yeah. want to kind of keep track of where you're at. They make it easier these days, I think, to kind of check your balance and see where you're at. Um, I think ours, because um, the we got a kind of a group rate with the, the other people going, but it's that we have a drink package. Right. Use that. Yeah. You will okay. definitely use it. It'll be gone before you know it, and then you'll start charging stuff. Um, oh, is it not, like, unlimited? Mm, I don't know. It depends. Okay. It, it depends Greg, you can look package. it up it after the show. I will. <laughs> but yeah, I got to plan this now. No, man. Just go out there and, you know, I would say the port excursions are convenient if you just want, like, a pre-planned, like, we're going to go see this thing. Right. But I think what's better is ask the crew, like, what do you like to do? Uh, when you get off the ship, yeah. uh, ask the staff members, where, where do, you do you think the coolest thing, what's the coolest excursion we could go do? And you can book that on your own, uh-huh. uh, or you can just strike out and 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 see what you can go find. Um, also, I can't remember if it's Ketchikan or Skagway, but there is a uh, joint called Burger Queen. Okay. And... Seriously amazing burgers. All right. If you run into Burger Queen, go have one for me. Just do it for me. Even if you're not hungry, we'll take just a go picture have... for you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Hit up Burger Queen. But, you know, Alaska is beautiful. You guys are going to see a lot of really cool stuff. If you got the dough, the helicopter tour is awesome. Like, yeah. I mean, being in a helicopter is just fun. But when you get to see the magnitude, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty great. Okay. And mostly just freaking have fun. Meet people, hang out, uh, do lots of drinking. I know you will. I know you'll you'll come we'll get through it for me on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll handle it for you. Go swimming on the top deck. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yep. So excited. Yeah, you guys are gonna have a great time. Thank you. Okay, see, now I feel like I understand it a little bit more. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I've been excited, but now I'm like over the moon excited. You will be shocked at how bored you are. Not there is always something <gasps> yeah. to do, and the place is big. You'll find out. You'll find out. It takes a little bit longer for you to for you to get from point A to point B than you might have thought, because uh, it is a really really big ship. Um, right. Comfy shoes. Yep, comfy shoes. You're going to do a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Truth. 
All right, so I was worried. I'm like, should I go, like plan to go to the gym? But I think like walking around the ship all around there is probably going to be enough exercise. How are you with uh, seasickness? I'm all right. Yeah, I good. think so. You've done the ferry and it's no big deal? Yeah. Yeah, then you'll be fine. Okay. I might buy some drama mean just in case. He is the seasick person. Uh, it's usually smaller. You get motion it's smaller in the boat. Yeah. 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 These big ships, the they I have do. stabilizers and they it's more of like a slow rock. And I think you'll find that once you um, have spent a week out there and you come back on land and you try to sleep for the first time and the ship's not rocking you to sleep, you know, and, and you feel like you're it's weird to be, you know, Still, like right. you, you'll you'll get it when you when you come back. You're you're gonna kind of miss a few things. Also, there's a steady drone. Um, I don't know if you ever like watch Star Trek Next Generation. Oh yeah, right. with like an audio system, but there's yeah. that low level. I love that they're going all the time. That's uh, that's happening on the ship too. Um, it's very it's it kind of lulls you. It's yeah, great. I was gonna say that's kind of soothing. I kind of like that. Oh no, you'll dig it. You'll yeah. dig it. Yeah, you'll have a good time. Well, thank Jealous. you, Caleb. I'm so yeah. glad that you came yeah. in. <laughs> Excuse this is very like, informative. All right, Greg, tongue. stop thinking about the drink package right now. I can tell that you're distracted. <laughs> no, no, I'm just excited about it. It's going to be awesome. You'll have plenty and, of uh, And thank you for your informative. You're welcome. News. Thank you for having me. Dude, yeah, Caleb. I know, and, and Caleb did just get back, so I'm really uh, glad this worked out. Yeah, me too. Over here. Yeah, my pleasure. But have, uh, have me back. Will you have me back again? I think we can make all it the time. But next time, though, we'll arrange it so we can have actually have some whiskey. Yes, and then yeah. talk we'll about other it's projects a day that, that you're works. On. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking yeah. like a half day on that day, and I'm going to yeah. Uber in, and yeah, it's on. We'll plan a half day. Have some <laughs> I like it. There. I mean, all it's right. getting to be fall. That's whiskey weather. Oh yeah, that's true. Technically I mean, all weather is technically whiskey weather, weather but Whiskey's and, hot toddies. and maybe maybe hot some vodka and sprite weather too. We can figure that out too. Awesome. Well, and of course, digitaltrends.com, which anybody listens to the show knows about that already, but. You can read all of Caleb's uh, reviews and everything that he did over there on, on the site. Yeah. Awesome. And then on, there. Oh, I'm going to be doing that. Thursday Trends with Benefits. Where you guys will be together? Uh, again. Yeah. Oh, you it's again. been a little while, hasn't it? We might go earlier. That's cool. Okay, cool. 48 hours or less until we meet again. Oh, my Ooh, gosh. Yes. Look at you. Yeah. Yes. Because right, you head out on <laughs> Thursday then, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Thursday, uh, Thursday I'm heading up to Seattle. Okay, cool. In the afternoon. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We really do appreciate it, of course. Hit the subscribe button. Follow us on uh, all of the social media accounts and all of those things. On all of the things. All of those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, go there and click on the Audible link as well. So you can download the... It was uh, Joe... Uh, Joe Hill's Heart Shape Joe Hill's Heart Shape on special. special today. It's special. Actually, our buddy who works for Cemetery Dance Publications was the one that yeah. uh, clued us up to that. So so go there and click on that. Go get it. It's oh, very disturbing. What time do we live tomorrow at... Sarah, what time do we need to go live tomorrow? Um, I need to be at the train station by latest... A little before Let's 11. Let's just say... Nine. Nine. Okay, live at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Yep. Okay, we'll be live at Let's 9 a.m. tomorrow. All right, special time. So, all right, thanks everybody for tuning in. Thank we'll be you, back Caleb. tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.